Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius. Rob here for another episode of Off the Fly. Episode 30. Monumental. Should we just title it Monumental? Oh, we could. Or Full Circle. I don't know. One or two. Circle's pretty good, too. And Rob, tell the people who we have today, live in Indio, California. Making his, is it second? Six. Six. Pro? Just six pro fight, my guy. Six. Look at that. Eddie oh. Sanchez from out of Lamore, Co- Cochran, California. Yeah, man. Live in the flesh, also on Off the Fly. So it should be a really good podcast we got going on today. My guy, Eddie Sanchez. Bro, how you doing, my guy? Oh, man, we're excited, ready, man, and just ready to weigh in, to be honest. The, the one, first thing that comes to my mind right now. <laughs> What's the weight class this fight, my guy? 135. Well, actually, um, 136. They say 135 with one pound advantage. So I'm like, man, hey, they give me a pound. I'm coming at 136, bro. I ain't coming at 135. <laughs> yeah, I bet, I bet it's a little bit of a it, – it's, it's a grind to be making this way. You can't even eat until tomorrow. It's like 1230, right? Yeah, one or the other. So I, I do eat. It's just the water is what sucks, man. Cause like I eat, but I eat like maybe like like you know I've been eating tuna and I forget like when I'm last I have a little piece of chicken which is delicious. I devour that thing like quick. But uh, liquids is what I can't really intake because that's what you know I'm I'm pushing on just liquids. Definitely, bro. But tomorrow we have it, and definitely good. And just go up and focus into the fight now. Definitely, my guy. Um, how do you feel going around this bout? This is your sixth time around, my guy. You're you're, you're becoming that veteran now. How's this fight feel? Uh, other fights. I'm glad you mentioned that because that's exactly what I've been telling my coach, and that's exactly how we're approaching this this fight, man. It's that we're veterans now, man. I mean. I'll be honest, 100%, man, I'm not, I got no nerves. I got no jitters, man. I'm just focused. I know I put into work. I know what I can do. The guy that I'm facing, he's a prospect, amateur prospect. He's who's making his debut, his debut with Golden Boy. And um, I think it's an opportunity for me to really put myself out there. You know, beating this guy can really do a lot for me. So, you know, I'm, I'm just ready for this, man. I'm ready for this opportunity. It's his first time. He has all the nerves. He has all the jitters. The first time getting hit in his face with the eight ounce gloves. Um, this is not my. This is not. Uh, this is not the same rodeo for me. You know, I've been in this rodeo. How they say? But well, that's a beautiful thing about you to see you like you know what you're getting yourself into now. And now you see like this guy is his first time doing this. Like I've been doing this. Exactly. That's nice. Exactly. Damn, that's hella exciting. That's dope. I mean, uh, from where you came to here, like, dude, like, it's just a uh, how's the experience difference from everything? Because I mean, I'm 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 what you call a very casual boxing fan. So I mean, you could take us through the levels, and then you know, with this fight, what what's that that feeling versus like you know an amateur fight or you know your first pro fight? Um. What ah, man? What's the difference? Well, in the amateurs, I've always had that that local support, but now that I get to bigger do it on a bigger stage, it's much more motivating because my my, I guess my I guess you could say my fan base is growing, so it just feels good to be able to fight in front of more people and for more people to know me. It's a great feeling, man. It really is, and uh, it's just a whole different feeling, man. I mean, um, 
just the even the walking out, you know, the walkout, the ring walk, that's like that, that alone is like a whole different feeling than in the amateurs. I remember the amateurs, we literally had to wait for the last guy. We were right next to the ring waiting for the like the next guy to get off the ring. So we just jump in and then they announce our name. Here we get a full entrance, you know, we get our choice of song and you know, all that just builds up motivation and just gets you that 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 mindset of like, man, like let's do this. Like- one thing too I could I could add actually, man, one thing that I love about this that uh especially as of lately that I've been fighting in bigger cards, you know, like last time I fought the top ranked show, now I'm at the Golden Boy promotions. And uh it's amazing to see, you know, like today I got to see Freddie Rose is one of the, you know, I personally was like uh, like like wow, you know, because that's that's Freddie Rose, that's Manny Pacquiao's longtime trainer, you know, although he's not training him anymore, but him, I got to see I got to meet uh Shane Mosley Jr. Uh, I actually saw David Benavides too, but I didn't recognize him at first. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get to like take a picture with him until until later they told me that David Benavides. I was like, I thought I knew who he was. <laughs> so anyways, like just being able to be around them, you know, like we're going to the same cafeteria, we're going to the same gym. Like it, it's just motivating because I'm like, dude, I'm I'm with these guys, you know. One of them. There's no me watching them. It's it's I'm with these guys. Definitely, my guy. You're one of them, my guy. You're a pro boxer. You belong there. You worked your ass off for so long. Like, this is kind of the fruits of your labor now. You get to enjoy this little, even though it's business out there, you still be like, I'm amongst y'all. Yeah, definitely, man. And that's one thing that I, I've been trying to do for myself. And I, and I did that too the last trip in Vegas. It's like, I'm trying to soak all this in, man, because, you know, hey, like they say, you only live once. And I, honestly, you know, this, this, what I'm doing is like a dream come true for me, man. And, I got to enjoy all this, man, because, you know, uh, God knows what's God, only God knows what's next in my future. So, you know, I got to I got to enjoy every bit of it. What was different between this train cab and past train cabs, my guy? Uh, you know, we actually added a, a CrossFit coach, you know, so we had a lot of uh, a different coach too helping me out with uh, with the training. Um, I think our focus was in the camp, which was my coach, Jason, we kind of focused into, cause our, our first five fights, I would say, man, I've been fighting pretty aggressive. And, um, this camp, we were trying to focus more into what we're more comfortable in and it's boxing, man. And, um, I think that's what we're working on a lot to, uh, be patient, be, uh, be smart and don't, don't, don't throw punches. Don't throw punches are going to just catch me, you know, like, you know, I hate to bring the past, but my, my last fight and a couple of fights, I always feel like I first one, I always forced the fight, whereas I should just let the fight happen, you know, mm-hmm. and then and then move, make my moves from there, you know. But um, uh, we're uh, it's just for this camp. Uh, it was a huge uh, difference in my training. And like I said, uh, yeah, uh, Approach to the game plan this time around. Definitely, my guy. Your audio's messed up just a tiny bit, but it's cool. I understand exactly what you were saying. There you go. We got. How you? Oh man, you look cool right there, Rob. You guys need to let me know. <laughs> yeah, we take that last part just real fast, Mike. Just for the audio's sake. That's it. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, no, like I said, for for this camp, man, we uh, we definitely focused in our. Uh, uh, strength conditioning. We had a, a new coach, which was a CrossFit coach, uh, Coach Ryan. He's helped us out a lot and getting in, in a great shape. And I feel more comfortable. 
and uh, most importantly, my coach, he uh, he focused more on this camp and our and our boxing ability and just being patient and being smart, you know, not throwing punches that are just going to get us out there caught, you know. So that's what we're uh, we're much more comfortable and relaxed. So that's the biggest uh, difference in this camp. Definitely, man. Do you feel like with, you know, how you said you got, you know, with your work life and all that, has that affected your training camp or benefited your training camp? It's funny, man, because I feel like it actually benefited me, man, because, like, um, man, I was put, I've been pushing bends. Well, as of lately, they, they finally switched my position, but I was pushing bends for months, man, for months. And no lie, I had sparring partners, more than more than one sparring partner tell me, dude, I feel your strength. And I'm like, dude, it's because I'm pushing bends all day, 50-pound, 60-pound bends all day. And it's a workout, you know. That's how I'm thinking. When I was when I was doing it, I was literally pushing bench just as a work. I'm like, yeah, this is just me. Like, you know, this is my training session, and and you know, I would go sparring, and these guys would tell me, you know, man, you're hitting hard, bro. So uh, I think benefit, man. Uh, not only that, like it helped me on my way too, because like I was able to uh, uh, not get too high in weight. So you know, I, I didn't really have to lose too much weight for this fight. So uh, this job has really helped me a lot, man. And and another thing, too, has helped me uh, mentally, man. I think that's one of the biggest things in boxing is mentally or physically. And uh, mentally, uh, it has helped me out more just because my previous job, I, was, I wasn't I was happy. And, and this job really uh, has has helped me in a lot of areas where uh, I have I don't stress out over things anymore. Definitely. That's good. That's good. What you got, Rob? Man, I, I just want to know. Sorry, I was getting cut out because I know I'm out here in Indio and – my girl was telling me too that uh, I keep on cutting out. <laughs> oh, you could no, no, Ever since that one time, bro, I promise you it's been good. We'll let you know, bro. You're good. Cool. I just want to know what you're walking out to. You know what, dude? I've actually been debating, and today I uh, I, I actually I'm, I'm gonna go with a huge curveball. Well, I'm more into this new uh, new style of music, uh, Mexican music that they have, and um, it's called uh, uh, Cronicas de, Ga de, de Gallo. It's a uh, Natal Cano, Natal, yeah, Natal Cano, a new, a new hit that he just pulled out. And I was thinking about, it, like, man, that's, I, I was listening to it, and I was like, man, that's hard, dude. Like, it's a little bit on the, over the edge, but, you know, I like it, you know. And so I'm like, you know what? I come out to this, maybe Snapchat on this thing, tag this dude on Instagram, see what's up. And all. But <laughs> I, I'm thinking of that one. And that, I think it's like like Chronicles of, of uh, Del Gallo or something like that. Shout out to them. I have no idea what that is, my G, but yeah, shout out to them, bro. <laughs> it's hardcore, bro. It's hard, bro. Like, hell yeah. It's a new, it's the new style, man. It's just like uh 12 string guitars, but it's actually rapping over uh oh, instead of like singing. <laughs> a lot of the old folks don't like it for sure. <laughs> you tag them like that, they might make an interest song for you. You never know. Promotes is promotion. You never know, dude. Hell yeah, you gotta know how to how to how to how to move, make a move. <laughs> Speaking of making moves, bro, all this time I got robbed. Like you see this beautiful logo right here. It it was an honor to help sponsor you, my G. Like me, right? It wasn't even a like a topic. Like yeah, let's do it. We wanted to hop on it. Like I was telling Rob, I'm really happy that he gets to put his work. Like you're a pro boxer, my guy. Like now you're walking out to Rob's logo for our podcast. Like that means a lot, bro. And I know Rob really enjoys it. I'm happy for you guys. Like, I'm just happy I could be a part of what you guys got going on, honestly. Yeah, no, definitely, guys. I, I, I 
should have said that in the beginning, man. I really appreciate you guys, your sponsorship and your help, man. And uh, uh, having you guys on my trunks, the least that I can do, man. I mean, I wish, you know, the whole world can really uh, see you guys. And, and and I hope that this, I get the opportunity to be on TV so you, so you guys will be on TV, you know. So um, I definitely wear those patches on my on my trunks with pride, man. So thank you guys big time. No problem, bro. How do you feel about the logo, Rob? Like, you know, especially you as a creator, my guy, this is kind of what, this is kind of like dreams and shit. Honestly, my guy, like, this is what you want. You know, want to zone, like, this is crazy how everything's happening, you know? I'm really happy for you too, Rob. And we haven't talked all day, so I'm telling him now, like, really happy for you too, bro. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I it, it still hasn't sunk in. I mean, I think it's dope as hell, but um, again, it's just more about just, but like you said, Eddie, we just put in the work, you know, and hopefully it gets to a different audience and, you know, we're out there, but um, I just, I, I appreciate you putting us on the trunks, you know, not, not only my work, but I mean, our podcast, I mean, cause I mean, it's crazy full circle. You are our first guest. And then, you know, now we have, you know, now we're on the trunk. So, I mean, it's an honor for real. Yeah. Thank you. It is full circle though, Eddie. Cause you know, like we took this little break and now we're back and it's like, you're our first guest. You're gonna be the first guest we had back on the podcast, and it's like the timing's perfect, bro. Like, and I know you're hungry as ever. I feel like we're hungry as ever. It's like, and it's not like we we kind of do have something to prove, but it's like a little chip on our shoulder too. Like, we seen the numbers we were doing. I'm like, oh, we could get back there. We're gonna get back to those numbers. And I know this this fight's important to you, bro. Like, do you feel like this is the most important fight in your career? It really is, man. Uh, we It's funny because me and my coach, we always say this is more important than the next one, but every fight is more important. But this one right now is really, like, I personally feel like this can really change our lives, you know. This has the opportunity to, you know, have us have that contract, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, this guy, he just got signed. Golden Boy's going to be watching. Oscar's going to be watching. Their guy's going to be watching because that's their, their you know, that's their debut. That's his debut. So by me going in there and, and doing my job and taking care of business, I think it, I can do a deal where I, I'll be still in contract. That's how I feel like, man. And, you know, you guys know how hard I've been working for how long I've been working. And it's time for me. I've been telling my coach, this is my year. And when I say this is my year is where I'm going to push to the limits, you know, to, to reach where I want to get to. Definitely, man. Um, I think, with the last fight, bro, did what did you learn from the last fight that you're gonna apply to this fight? Not a strategy. You can't, I know you can't show your cards right now, but yeah. what did you learn from the last one. Well, just for the most part, just to kind of briefly speak on that, it's just uh, patience, man. It's just more, you know, don't force things. You know, that's that's how I feel like my my last fight, and that's what me and my coach were talking about. We kind of were overhyped on this fight because our last fight, we were um, uh, we were like, I remember driving six hours to the to the to Vegas we were just non-stop talking about the fight got there non-stop about the fight and then locker room nothing about the fight and we we're just like so so just ready to get in there we walked in there and I think we just uh were just we wanted it so bad that we we fought that way and sometimes that's not the way you you want to you want to you want us to be smart and um uh, that's where I'm saying that like, we're veterans now. We've learned from that last fight. Um, obviously, I feel I still feel like I did a great job on that fight. I, I don't take nothing from it. But at the same time, I feel like there were certain things that I could have been better, just like any other fight. And 
I feel like this fight, we are fully prepared for everything now. We will eventually be the same fighters. We're, we're going to come forward and, and be the ones that throw a bunch of punches because that's just the fighter I am. Yeah, but, but, yeah, yes. And so, you know, I feel like I can show some skills, you know, in the beginning. And this is the Jojo Diaz undercard, right? Yeah. They put you on, my. Dad. I have yet to see him. I want. I'm like that's the one. That one guy I want. I want to me also take a picture with. <laughs> special, bro. I haven't seen him yet. What you got Rob? Nothing. I'm just soaking it in, like for real. It's it's a it's a trip because, again, like uh, I'm a, a very casual boxing fan. I just like knowing the behind the scenes, especially now in in the COVID area, like. This is completely different. I mean, are there going to be fans there at all, or is it just kind of empty? Yeah, it's empty, man. Uh, yeah, that's the only thing that sucks about what's going on. But, you know, I can't complain because these are opportunities for me. These these are doors opening for me because of uh, COVID. But, yeah, there's no uh, – there is no – there's no audience. I walked into that ring, and uh, you only got the – you know, you got the, the TV uh, cast, all those people and that will be there. But that's about it. You get the commentators – uh, it'll be on the zone. So um, as of right now, I'm not scheduled to be on the on on the on the the zone app. But you know things can always change, and not only that, they can they can also like maybe put highlights of my fight or or you know whatever they might want to squeeze me in mm -hmm. if like there's an early knockout. So you know it's still up in the air how it's gonna work out. I'm not too sure, but yeah, there's not gonna be no no fans at all. And that, how does that change your game plan a little bit? Because I know a lot of, like, the boxers, they feed off that adrenaline from that rush from the crowd. You know, especially when you pop them with a punch, that crowd wars. You know, they're, they're going wild every time you even touch the glove. So how does that change your plan a little bit? It uh, it definitely does. But for my, my last fight that I had, man, um, it didn't really affect me, man, because, like I like I said, uh, um, well, it's more like, I have my mindset how I want to go out there. And, and a lot of times I zone out people, you know, but, um, uh, and I'm jumping around cause I'm thinking of my thoughts, but I do remember the last time I had my fight in, in Bakersfield, I do remember when I was cracking my opponent out there and I will feel the, the, the ring shaking from everybody screaming. And I hadn't like just an adrenaline rush and had more energy. So it definitely affects you in that, in that department, but it's not a big difference for me. Cause I'm not, you know, like, uh, Mayweather or uh, Manny Pacquiao or Jose Ramirez kind of guy that they definitely have to feed off of people, you know. Um, I definitely feed off of people, but I still am at that point where I still can feed off of my own motivation and knowing that all of you guys are watching back at home. Definitely, bro. I know. I, I, I'm trying to be a better man this year, bro. I wanted to say the last time you were in Bakersfield, we know what happened. Both of us got kind of <laughs> I'm not gonna start with that, but dude, that I, that layoff though, how's that layoff affect you? That's why I wanted to really get at you. You prepared for this belt, but that wasn't. Nah, you didn't have a layoff. You fought Davis right before then, but I felt like that was a time too that you were really trying to get in that groove, my guy. That was a bump in the road. I know you're gonna bounce back, but I really wish we would have seen you in Bakersfield, bro. We were ready for that. It was such a freaking good event. Bro. I know, man. Uh, it's it's you know. Uh, it's my job to be, you know, stay ready in a way, you know, be by sparring and stuff. But um, it you, you get a little bit of the that ring rust in a way. But I mean, really, I don't really feel it too much. Like when I fought over there with Kenny Davis, like I said, I just I, I felt like I was pretty pretty aggressive. I had a lot of punch. I had a kind a lot of condition. 
I was ready for that fight. I only had a two-week notice, you know. So for this fight, I had more than that. And so I feel like I'm ready for this. And like I said, my last fight was back in July. I, I think the guy that I'm fighting, he hasn't fought in over a year. So it ain't like we're, we're both going to be in the same boat. boat. So, you know, we just got to make sure that we all stay, had a good camp and uh, go out there and show it on Saturday. Well, this is going to be something, um, it's going to be a four-round fight also? Yeah, four-round. That's another thing, too. I wish we could be pushing already to six, man, because, like, I do kind of feel like I'm a slow starter. I feel like, uh, or not necessarily a so, slow starter, but I, I I get better and better by the rounds. Definitely. So, I've always you know, felt, I would look forward to something like that. I always felt you were that fighter. Just It takes, and not many people know, I'm not, I don't know this either, I'm just a novice, but four rounds is just fill-out rounds. yeah. In the bigger picture, if it was a 10 round, eight round fight, big difference. But four rounds is filling out, bro. Like, yeah, you got to come up with your foot on the pedal. And it's so hard. I'm sure it's so hard for you to do that because that's, that's not the way you train. You know what I mean? Nah, and that's the thing. That's what we're talking about, about um, coming out with the mentality of like, hey, we're already behind. And, you know, it's it's hard because at the same time, you kind of do feel that way coming in as a B side. You feel like you're behind already and you're trying to like, start ahead by you know but it kind of it can kind of work against you as well i know bro i've seen it it pisses me off bro i wish they at least give me six at least six yeah i think with david it's not saying oh fuck i'm not giving him any excuses at all but if you had six my guy i think it would have been a different story i agree man that dude wasn't freaking you know if it was gasping for air i don't think he would have lasted another round <laughs> like i don't even know him and i hate him kenny davis i hate you <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I we like Katie people. Oh, I'm trying yeah. to be a better person in 2021, bro. But Katie Davis, sorry. So, <laughs> sorry. Oh yeah, man. I got just he just got a gift. That's how I like to look at it. Like, yeah, man. But bro, we always appreciate you coming on though, Eddie. You always show this love, my gene. And again, just uh be able to be on your trunks, bro. I know we always said we're gonna do this, and we're finally doing it. It's like, yeah, full circle, like my guy Rob said. Yeah, no, man, it's an honor again. And, you know, I'm just thankful and grateful that I have such a supportive uh, team at home, back home with you guys, you know, so it just feels good, man. That's why I keep pushing every every year, every year after year. Yeah. I'm still here, baby. <laughs> so after you, after this, what's next for Eddie Sanchez for the rest of 2021? Um, I don't know, man. It's just, like I said, this, this fight can really determine what's the, what's the head of me, man. Uh, this fight can really be the one that's going to open up bigger doors, man. Uh, that's one thing. I, I, I don't want to take a step back anymore from here, you know. I want to keep moving forward, taking big fights. Uh, that's one of the biggest things I, I, I told. My, I've been talking to my wife. I've been talking to a few people. It's just like I, I don't want to go back to, uh, you know, I don't want to say uh, smaller shows, but it's more like I want to take big fights now, you know, continue taking big fights like this and big cards and, and start climbing the ladder, you know? So my, my plans are to stay, stay busy. God willing, I get the victory this Saturday. I feel like it's going to open up a lot of more doors. Definitely, bro. We'll be rooting for you, dog. And once you get that dub, you know, you're always welcome back on the podcast and we'll be celebrating. We'll, I'm, I'm going to find out. We're going to find some way to watch. I'll find some way to watch. It has to be a way, bro. Yeah, that's awesome too. I think so too. If anything, I'm gonna see if I can hopefully have somebody record, uh, maybe uh, uh, at the ringside uh, 
I have another coach in there, Ryan, so he's going to probably I'll tell him the phone, you know. Definitely. Definitely. Hopefully. Do you have anything else to add, Ralph? Nothing on my end, man. Eddie, for real, man, good luck. Uh, hopefully, I'm sure Ernie, if he finds some way to watch it, he'll shoot it to me and, you know, we can be there in spirit. Um, Definitely. excited for you, bro. Super excited for you. We Thank are. you, guys. Thank you, guys. We'll see. We'll have you back on soon, my guy. We appreciate you all the time, man. I know you, you got to get your sleep, bro. I know it's kind of late, but I'm glad you just took the time out to just talk to us, man. Just give us Any- on with your life, bro. Nah, definitely, man. Anytime. You guys are more, more than family, baby. All right, my guy. More than friends. You guys are family. <laughs> uh, yeah, bro. We love you, my G. You're a fair player. Uh, my- <laughs> yeah. Eddie Sanchez. Shout out to A. Sanchez. Man, so check in Saturday, y'all. A. Sanchez back in the ring. And he's going to do what he does, for sure. Yes, sir. Corgan Limor, Central Valley, baby. We're in the oh, building. Yeah. Throw it up, my G. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, Eddie. Appreciate you, my guy. Good luck tomorrow. Bro. Good luck on Saturday, too. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Hey, you guys have a good night, man. All right, my guy. Later. Later. Oh, we got Rob here. My guy, what's up? Nothing much, bro. Yeah. Man, dude, this is kind of off topic. My girlfriend put this fucking hand sanitizer on earlier, and my allergies have been acting up, dude. Like people are gonna think I'm fucking doing something illegal, but my nose is all stuffed up, bro. And I want—I didn't want to put a tissue in my nose. Good God, what's up with you, Mike? I'm glad we got that done. Oh man, this is crazy. This is like—it's really off the fly, ladies and gentlemen. This is what we do. We're standing. I've been wanting to take a drink of this water for like the last 30 minutes, but I felt terrible because you can't have any liquid. So I like <laughs> kept it on the DL. <laughs> like, this is like, real, like. <laughs> You're like, mm. you have no idea how bad. I could probably say that. I don't think people, maybe they might not watch. Fuck Repro Rick. I almost said it. I was like, fuck him, dude. I don't say it too, but I felt like you, you know, we just leave it as is. I'm just trying to be a better man, bro. <laughs> just trying to be a better man. <laughs> um, I know we got. I, I, how long? You know how long it's been since we've done this? Like with Eddie, how long is it, the time period that we press play? It doesn't it's give done. me a timer on here. Oh, I know. I don't know what time we're in. Think, let me just see. I think when I I, I hit Eddie, let's see, at nine twenty three. So we got thirty, at least maybe fifteen twenty minutes, Rob. I think we could we could kind of talk about what we want to talk about a little bit, my guy. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. This is off the fly. So this is episode 30, full circle. We in here. Um, make sure y'all follow us on Instagram and just keep listening. Y'all, we got we're, we're getting back up where we gotta be at, Rob. Got it. Slow motion better than no motion, right? Exactly. Definitely like that. So we I think you know, the kind of big thing right now, my guy, is the anthem, no? The anthem is huge. It's a it's a big surprising thing in the NBA. And I'm actually surprised that the NBA put out that that statement that you know. All, all arenas, we're going to go through with it. No ifs, ands, or buts. That's different for the NBA. Usually they're the most lenient league. Yeah. So I, I don't know, man. Um, I'm, I'm very uh, curious to see if uh, Cuban goes through with not playing it. Um, and I guess we'll see. But uh, I, I want to know what the pre- repercussions are if they don't. And then. What do you yeah, think? Did they be doing the anthem before every game? Or what do you think about that? I don't know, man. Um, I can see why they why they would like why we would uh, be doing the anthem, but um, I mean, I don't see the harm in not doing it. I, in all honesty, I don't see the harm in it. Um, 
I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't phase me whether they did it before a game or not. If I was an actual fan within the audience, it wouldn't phase me. This is kind of where I stand on it. This is like to my side of the fence. For me, I think the anthem represents what, you know, what America means, you know, freedom, all that good stuff, right? Liberty, pursuit of happiness, all that good stuff. But if this anthem's causing a, divi- a division, especially in the locker room, mm-hmm. why do it then? Right. Does that mean we're ungrateful Americans? We don't, you know, appreciate every sacrifice that was made, you know, from our troops to whoever's, you know, sacrificed wherever they can for freedom. Does that mean we're dissing them? I don't know. I know some people probably take it that way. We should be appreciative. You know, this is these guys are getting paid millions of dollars to play a sport. You know, while there's people out here struggling with COVID right now, can't make ends meet. Like, you should be appreciative we're in America. I get that. But I think... And I kind of see what they're saying. Do we say they pledge allegiance every day before we go to work or before we do a podcast? Nope. No. So I kind of see both sides of the fence, bro. But I don't – if it's causing a division within the locker room, within the, that structure of that organization, it should essentially be up to the boss. Okay, that was weird. I don't know what popped up on my screen, but something popped up on my screen. I see that too. Like, what do you mean you're doing me a favor? We, we push for an hour on these things. What do you mean? Uh, but yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Again, um, we don't do it before work. I don't do it before I clock in. I don't do it before this. Um, we used to do it in school. I never understood that either. But um, again, yeah, if it causes divide, I don't, I don't think, I don't see any harm in not doing it. I don't, yeah. I don't know it should be you know we're america we're we're we're, uh, we're how do i say this? we're a country of choice we do have right. choices and i think this is definitely one of those choices should it, but if is it this anthem hurting the pockets of the nba if they don't do it then is it that foul like y'all really just pledge your leaders because y'all get paid for this though now True. that's kind of hypocritical in my eyes like we're, if there's no money in it oh it's cool but with there's some money and i get money we all love money right and y'all lose some money so y'all have to say something but I don't know. It's kind of there's a, just two sides to it, in my opinion. I can I get it. I'd like to know the reasoning behind the the league to do it. I mean, unless it's that much outrage fans that would lose ratings, which would of course lead to you know money loss. But uh, I I don't see that. Definitely. And oh. if they're not gonna watch, bro, that's on them. Honestly, I'm, I'm I think we should build on new fans. If these, yeah. numbers, you know, there's so many players. Oh, I'm not gonna watch that shit no more because you know they don't stand for the anthem or they're late. They're, you know, they stand, they sit, they take a knee. If you don't want to watch the sport, that's fine. The league has to build towards a new audience, and that's what the NBA's always kind of done. Though they've always kind of reinvented themselves from every era, anyway. I, in my opinion, so. I don't know. We'll see what happens, bro. It's been it's an interesting debate, though. I really love seeing everybody's opinion on it. I think I don't think there's a wrong opinion, though, either. I I think everybody should kind of just do what they want, believe what they want, and like I said, I don't stand up for the president every morning either. Um, I I do respect it when they're doing it. I'll take my hat off, put my head on my heart. It's like a regular, you know, just like you're supposed to. But Mm -hmm. I want to notice if it does or not. That's just that's just me. Maybe yeah. for like you know how Veterans Day, maybe like one of those big holidays we remember our vets. You know what I mean? Definitely, let's do it in honor of that. But if it's really that big of a deal, then scrap it. Yeah, yeah scrap it. It's the same. Stick, yeah, stick stick it with the NBA though. Uh, All Star Game. Uh, what are your thoughts? What are your feelings? Should they go through with it? Do you think it's a mistake? If they can get it through, I think 
I haven't read a lot on it, to be honest with you, but I think if they could do it safely, like they've been, why not? Um, yeah. The same without an audience? Of course it's not, but this is unprecedented times. Uh, I love the All-Star game, though, bro, especially when even last year it was that competitive game. I know it was like kind of for Kobe, but if we could have that, I'm all for it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of 50-50 because <sighs> – there have been outbreaks. There's been, uh, you know, players that have been kept off the court. The weird incident with Kevin Durant. Yes. And you want to throw an all-star game on top of it. So I get why the outrage from players is like, why are we even wasting the energy or the time and 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 putting the, the ga- other games in jeopardy for this? I take, get that. Yeah, taking um, a risk too, honestly. What did you say? Taking a risk. Right, it's a huge risk just for a, a couple hours of uh, unnecessary gameplay. You know what I mean? I mean, it'd be, it'd be more for the fans. It's definitely for the viewership more than anything. It's not because they want to reward the players for playing good. Like the players could probably care less at this point. But um, yeah, man, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they should. I think they should just skip over it. I mean, there's already been a bunch of you know superstars or players that have been had to be held out due to you know safety protocol and and this is just a big old risk for for that definitely man i think um again the all-star game it's i always say we should take the approach baseball takes winner gets home court advantage let's make it mean something if we're gonna do it right that's that, my, yeah. that's always been my opinion of it like why have a meet an exhibition i don't like exhibitions myself that's what preseason's for mm-hmm. that's what i'm thinking they this ha- i'm not even talking about this year this years from now we should Make it worth something, bro, in my opinion. Maybe an extra draft pick. Oh, I don't fuck. Wait, what's the East, of course? But I don't know, something. Let's do something, bro. Make it worth something. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because honestly, right now, it's just a game that they go out and they play, and that's it. Hell of an honor. We can't take away that either. It's a hell of an honor. I'm glad, you know, You know, I see the my guy uh, Caruso got to like number 10 in the, in the All-Star votes. I like it. Let's do it. Shout out. Hey, man, I'm, hey, dude, I'm not saying I'm the busiest man in the world, but I don't got time for these overtime games, my guy. <laughs> hey, three, three in a row? I'm like, bro, all that poker. I, it was Big Lou's birthday yesterday. Shout out to Big Lou. We in the building, Big Lou. Yeah. I, I just came to, show, I to, you know, came to show some love. I'll leave after this Laker game. I'm like, damn, man, it's overtime. I got to go. <laughs> yeah, Anthony Davis has, uh, you can tell the hole he's left since he's been out yeah. on that injury strain, but. But yeah, he takes a lot of pressure off LeBron, a lot of minutes off LeBron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough. Hey, Dennis Schroeder's a baller, bro. I know, no, he's I, I know we knew that, but the man's a baller. Yeah, he's proven his worth, bro. Good God, he's and it's a, such an upgrade. No disrespect to our guys last year, that championship team, but he's an upgrade, bro. Yeah, he damn near can score at will, and it's a beautiful thing. Like he just he, he scores when he needs to. I love it. He can he can play. He can play. I like him, man. He hustles too. All, all that uh we can just get into you know what uh let's do this real fast how about the a weekly recap because i know we got like a time limit right now because you know zoom is kind of crazy that's kind of like the downfall we can't go for two hours anymore but we can't just go on no 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 yeah we, before we could when it was just audio but i guess we're kind of time which kind of works out for the viewer i think it, you know that's been your whole time those are two guys just ramble we're just the hour of our time that's all you guys need that's it oh yes yeah. give us an hour so what what you got going on this week, my guy? How's since you since our last pod? 
Uh, dude, just being busy uh, between work, the baby, and then um, I got requests for like, you know, uh, clothing mock-ups and logo design. So it's been busy. Um, got to start getting the photo booth back in order. So yeah. I have my boy Dom all ready. So we're set up hopefully for next Saturday to get that that video shot and, you know, bring that to life. That should be dope. Bro, and, um, that's it though, man. So happy for you, bro. I want you to be, you know me, I'm a, I like people who do their grind and that's something you do well, my guy. Like you need to do, I think you should do that. I need, I hate the word need. You should do that, Rob. Like I, I just think that people, I, it's tough. Like, yeah, it's a photo booth, but you also got to, you know, I, I work 40 hours and it's mentally draining. You've been there. Uh, it just takes a toll. This is the other side of the hustle that we don't really talk about. You know, the, 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 uh, with like creating logos, I get, I get a block sometimes. I can't even, I can't put it down on a, on a, get it done by in three days like they want, you know, and, and with the photo booth, that's a constant. You got to, like you, you market every day. So that's another thing I got to add on top of a four month old, you know, and so this is just a, it's a grind. So, you know, I had to take a step back, breathe, and just be like, oh, okay, we're going to push forward now. Yeah, bro. I, and I, you know what, well, that's, that you're right. People don't see that grind like that. It's not all beauty all the time, bro. I think sometimes we do that and put the L's, not even L's, just, we just have a max that we could put out. And once we reach that max, it's like, what else do you want me to do? I can't do anything more. Yeah. And yes, but yeah, I mean, that, that's where I was at with it. Um, I think I got a little bit of a recharge with uh, not so much like reinventing the wheel, but like more like just rethinking of where I want it to go and how I want it done. And so, you know, taking back control of it kind of deal is it, it, it feels good. It's more of like a restart. So I, I like that. I'm happy for you, man. Like even today, I know it's our podcast, but my guy, that's your logo on there. And that, that means, I know that means a lot to you. And it means a lot to me too, because you know me and boxing, love boxing. Now we have a, we have some guy rocking our shit. Cool. But I'm <laughs> happy for you, my guy, because that's what you love to do. And it's kind of like a reward. It's a perk of what we do, what we love to do. And it's not, this is just fun to us, you know? And I'm, re- I'm really happy for you, my guy. I really, I know that it means a lot. And I know you love your work and I hope it kind of, that gives you the confidence, but kind of reassurance you need, like, yo, this is what you should be doing. You know what I mean? Like, this is your gift. One of your many gifts, by the way, but it's cool, Rob. I, I'm rooting. For, I'm always rooting for you, my guy. No matter what, bro. Yeah, and vice versa, man. And I'm. I'm just very. Um, I can never take a compliment. I guess I don't know. I just feel it feels weird. You know what I mean? But okay. yeah, it, it it feels nice. It's nice to see it on there. You know, hopefully, like I said, he uh, it goes it goes further, and we continue to sponsor him and you know it continues to get out there and you know this grows and you know we all win you know what i mean and that's that's all we want at the end of the day and that's kind of what i guess my recap is we're blessed bro we're able to help you know eddie out because you know it's our guy and we were able to do it you know we were in a position of it was nothing we could say hey shoot that shoot we'll shoot a little extra if we can right that's kind of like with me this this whole week's been booking bro it's been so much the, the dj thing's I feel like a compliment. I can't take compliments either, but they're loving it, and it's like, okay, this is this is going somewhere now. I'm busy. I wanted I wanted three months busy. It's like, okay, now it's happening. Ernie, you ready for this? You ready for this ride? So that's been going on, bro. I'm Highland talking about third podcast with Highland. Oh yeah, crazy. Like we just discussed it today. They were like, so if we have like an athlete of the week, would you be able to do like a little pod for them like weekly and just put it, you know, put it on the Highland website? I was like, 
if it doesn't interfere with my shit, yeah, of course. We could do something like on a Wednesday at two o'clock, two to three, athlete of the week, you know? Like, why not? Yeah, that's sick. Out like I could do that. I would love to do that. And um, we're talking about that, you know, we're right, we're at Highland right now, so that's pretty cool. And the gigs are doing well, the podcast I'm loved, I'm loving. Um my, I'm an uncle again, bro. Had a you know, got a new nephew here. Uh, shout out Sebastian Juan Carrillo. Uh, man, love him already, bro. You know me, I'm an emotional man. Cried a little bit. Oh, uh, you know this. Glad my sister's healthy. Glad the baby's healthy. I thought he was to be born on my birthday. Uh, Vegas was lame as fuck. Shout out to Chuko. Never yeah. going with y'all again. Just know that. South Point ain't the spot. Was, I might go with them, but I'm not staying at South Point ever again. Felt like I was 45 besides 30. Um, but you know, it had we had a good time in Vegas. That was cool. Um just Ben, dude, it's everything's kind of going well, you know. I and don't like putting my personal personal life, but bro, I'm falling for a woman right now. It's crazy, my G. I'm like, what did I do to deserve this? Can't believe it. cupcake. Happy as fuck, bro. It's Captain Cupcake. Look at him. And you know, Elmo Loco is not Elmo Loco. The right guy has to go. It's Ernie right here. Ernie's like, this is awesome, dude. Not really happy she got my nose all messed up with this little hand sanitizer that's horrible for my nose, but it's blessings, though, Rob. Seriously, bro, it's real blessings out here, man. I'm so appreciative, dog. It's crazy. I'm happy. I know you're happy with we, we're happy. It's always a good thing for the pod we're happy, my G. Oh, yeah, bro. I'm happy that you know Eddie was able to do this for our podcast. I think that helps us. We're gonna get back where we gotta get to, Rob. Honestly. Yeah, man. We're we're you know we're we're getting a little bit more consistent. Uh, and that's all we need. That's all we need. Yeah, that's why I was telling you, dude. I think we should do a little like a 915, because I know that for Eddie was you could just hear it. You you guys seen it too, like he tires fuck. He want the water, my G. He ain't got no water in the system or nothing. I felt bad. I was like, yo, I can't take a sip right now. I got a 32 ounce just chugging away. Cold, cold all day. Cold to the touch right now. Yeah, just, yeah. just sipping. Fucking Robert Putty as hell, bro. That would have been, um, been salivating. And in your birthday, my G, you just, man, you just turned 29. Happy birthday to you, my, my guy. Totally. You, it's crazy. It's, it's Jesse, myself, you, and then Lou. Those four, like, from the 2nd to the 10th, nonstop. And shout out to my mom's birthday, too. My bad, moms. Like, that 2nd second, second to the 10th is, like, nonstop birthdays, bro. So, happy birthday to you, my guy. Thank you, man. How's it feel, bro? You know, I know you're I know you're grateful as hell for sure for everything you have going on. Family uh, everything. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, we just had a little like you know, a little dinner and then uh kicked it. Uh 30 will probably oh I mean hopefully everything's kind of back to normal. We get a little get some pop off, you know. Oh my guy. Sure we will. I could have had a tequila shot or something here right now. We could have just Pop one real fast over the, over the podcast. I know we it's a Thursday, but you know it's a Thursday, and I'm a dad, and I'm already past my bedtime, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that would put me to sleep for the night. That, you would have heard that, that would have put me out. <laughs> well, we definitely need to celebrate soon, man. I know, um, like I said, COVID's kind of fucking everything up, but we'll definitely get it in, man. Again, I'm just pretty sure we could do these pods, Rob, and um, it's episode thirty, my guy. I know episode 30. Big 3-0. Big 3-0. Oh, just hit the 3-0. Like 
I just want to keep pushing, dude. That's all I want for my birthday, my life. Just keep. This is just the beginning. I feel like, man. So let's just gotta keep grinding, bro. Um, do you have anything else to say to the people? Uh, nothing right now. I'm good. We're just poking this in. This is a great episode. Um, I'm glad y'all joined us. I'm glad y'all watching. This is something we just planned in one day. I think we had a whole different pod planned out today, but you know. I couldn't, I just had to ask Eddie if he was willing to. He said, yeah, I just want to ask Rob, hey, you want to do this pie with Ed? So y'all check him out Saturday. Y'all check this out. This could probably drop tomorrow on the 12th. So yeah, EC3, the Gap 2 Genius. Rob and we are out. Episode 30 off the fly. Peace. Peace.